artificial intelligence module. We can pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Yes, yes, yes. It is election day. Ooh. Yeah. Um. We got a big day ahead of us. Actually, we don't even know. Midterms, though. baby. Midterms. Yeah, I don't really, uh, you know, to be fair, I was going to say it's a big day. It's going to be like a, a, a altering day. But with that said, we may not know for weeks, apparently. What do you think of that, yeah, Greg? Month. I, I think it's going to be a whole year. We probably will <laughs> find out who won. A month? Joe Kent's going to be waiting until 2024, dude. Month? Yeah, well, yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know if months is, uh, I mean, oh, I hope it doesn't take months. That would be crazy. It's just ridiculous. It's like you hear all these articles saying like, hey, it's the red mirage all over again. You know, don't expect these results. And if you do, they're likely going to change. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, what the hell? Chris actually was showing me an article before I, I the show. I pulled up up here too. Do you? Pull, yeah. pull up. Because the way that this broke it down was, was uh, and I do, I do so have So it's an, an ABC article and it says early election night results may not indicate final tallies. And that's okay. Exactly. That's like, pretty, what the hell does that mean? Well, well, um, it says down here, uh, <laughs> and this is hilarious that they even said this in the first place because it's like, what the hell? It's very telling. Right? Yeah, it says, uh, as early re- election results come in on Tuesday, it will likely appear that Republican candidates vying for any number of the federal or statewide races appear to be leading their Democratic opponents, even by large margins. And it says, their leads will dwindle. Or crumble completely yeah, after, that's after, the red per, mirage. after perceived dumps of votes are recorded by state election officials who count mail, mail-in and absentee ballots in the days or even weeks following Election Day. Yeah, it's uh, the uh, yeah, and it says the phenomenon was popularized as the red mirage or the blue shift in the 2020 elections. Uh, yeah, it's not a phenomenon. No, it's uh, it's it's suspicious, is what it is. So. Uh, all hey now, hey now, it's not suspicious <laughs> at all. It's well, your election day. Here, here's the deal, man. Uh, I think even the even Joe Biden, even our president of the United States, is admitting that this could be very bad, and that if uh, if there really is this kind of red surge going on, that the next two years, and this is from Biden, said the next two years would be terrible for the country. Which I'm I'm in my head, I'm like, do the past two years have been terrible for the country? Uh, I don't know what he's oh, coming across, yeah. but. For it to say weeks, uh, I mean, we used to be able to get these uh, election numbers in the night of. It may be later in the evening, but we yeah. we would know what the hell is going on by the end of the day. And now they're normalizing the fact that it could take days, weeks, or even months, which is exactly which is crazy that people are accepting that, and they're actually saying, and that's why it's okay. It's not okay. Dude, did you hear that they're uh, they're wanting to define red wave? Like, what is the actual definition of red wave? Because when people say there's going to be a red wave, they want to be able to flag you on social media and be like, hey, this is technically not a red wave. Okay, people, the wave is defined by, you know, 30 or more in the margins. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I don't I don't trust the polls regardless. Um, and here's the deal. Like, no. I, I think a lot of times they make these polls a certain way to get people lulled into a, a, a certain state where they may feel comfortable and then they don't go out and vote. So if they, if they say that the, uh, you know, the red wave is coming and, and Republicans have it, you know, in, in the books here, uh, a lot of people may say, well, I think we're good. I, you know, I'm not going to vote. And that may be a tactic from the Democrats. Dude. Yeah. That's what they were saying. Ta- that's what they're saying about the uh, 2020 election. I mean, look at the 2020 election, Hillary Clinton should be president now. Yeah, if you're looking at the polls, that that's true. Um, I do think that a lot of people are voting for Republicans. Let's be real. In fact, uh, it was this morning trending that Katy Perry voted for the Republican mayor yeah. in Los Angeles. I don't she know if you took saw a that. picture of herself. What? Yeah, she what, took a what, picture what, what? of herself and she voted Republican. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, people were pissed off in the in the uh, comments that, that were on uh, Twitter with it. They were saying like she's a she's a piece of shit celebrity, and so is uh, Chris Pratt. He's a piece of shit. Hey, um, you I, know, I like Chris Pratt. I like Chris Pratt too, for the most part. But the bottom line is, is here's the deal: How bad does it have to be to have a person like Katy Perry, who I, I am not a fan of, uh, vote red? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, well, she's is she a witch? I, I don't, don't know if we've proven that. I don't uh, know. She's like. 
a genuine Wicca witch or not, but or a robot. Hey, I mean, I'll I've heard that. Up. Yeah. You know, so you had if that, you want uh, to vote for a Republican to change the the world to a better place, then go for it. Well, maybe they live by the moons, also, Greg. Mm. And the yeah, moon was yeah. red, so like, oh, we have they to. Probably live. She lives on the moon, dude. She has a whole crater <laughs> devoted to herself. Actually, I saw Katie a, Perry. a funny tweet that said like it's going to be such a red wave that the moon's partaking as well. Yeah, with the red moon. So I know, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit of uh, a whole kind of put together thing that it just it seems to fall in place. And it seems like the Republicans have a really good shot at taking both the House and the Senate, which, um, you know, per this article here, Republicans plan to torpedo key Biden policies as polls predict midterm victory. That's exactly what we want. We need to reverse what Biden has done. Agreed? I mean, uh, so we need we need to reverse everything about Biden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So So, you you brought up blood moons, dude. Yeah. That's like a perfect little segue into get on Patreon, everybody, because we're doing extra segments. Dave, you just put out a beautiful clip yesterday. I fucking loved it. Well, you know, listen, uh, I will tell you. Yeah. Kathy Griffin was banned from Twitter. We put that out on our uh, it's like a 13 minute video that we have. And I will be honest, like it is very like nerve-wracking doing something by yourself yeah I, had, I did have chris sit with me so i felt more comfort uh he was my support <laughs> oh, yeah. friend over here uh but it no it's yeah it's, it, listen it's gonna get better and uh more comfortable yeah, as we i go. sat here like it's okay Dave. yeah 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 it's I, okay i have my hand like on his lower back as yeah. he was talking so i said felt- a lot of uhs and <laughs> and you know i made a lot of noises i had to edit one part right over the butterfly tattoo yeah man yeah. well yeah <laughs> I was thinking there's more like a dragon, but I mean, butterfly close enough. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, we are putting segments out there. Um, and oh, the, yeah, the but goal... I just I put out that strange sauna segment about blood moons and Trump's ties to his blood moons. And it's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, it is. You look it... at the connections of Trump and all these blood moons surrounding his life. Mm-hmm. It's pretty damn nuts. But I go into uh, the ancient myth of what a blood moon meant and. I close it out with a crazy clip about the never-ending story mm. and the moon. So it's uh, it's worth the watch. Everybody get on Patreon. Go you watch You know, that. I'm going to have to go back and watch that movie again. Yeah. Because I don't think I've even watched Never Ending Stories since I was like 10. Oh, my kids like it. So we've watched it the past couple of years. And it's, really? a, it's a good one. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's fun. It's a fun one. My kids like that stuff, actually. They're Just really the, into the that. Weir- the older yeah, the, weird uh, movies? The Labyrinth. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the Dark Crystal. Love that. Stuff. Really? Yeah, they they actually dig it. I'm I'm like, what's wrong with you? Because I feel <laughs> I, I like it because I grew up with it, but at the same time, I'm like, it's not very like what a kid would like anymore. Yeah, they like the classics. They like the classics, man. So good on that. Well, I, I'm doing so something I, right. I I have a challenge for you, Chris. If you go back and watch the Neverending Story, okay. <clears throat> don't don't look this up, but try to guess in the closing scene when Bastion yells out the window. Mm-hmm. The name of the uh, the nameless empress. Try to guess what he says, because it's like right now. Like, uh, no, no, no. When you watch the movie, oh. he shouts it out the window during a storm, so you can't really understand it. But when you know what it, when you know what he says, you can totally hear it. Mm. So just let me know what you think he said. It's interesting. Okay. Um, I will say, uh, so yes, uh, real quick, make sure you go check out Patreon because that's that's where we're really starting to push. We're going to be putting more yeah. posts up there. Uh, and, and like you said, Greg, um, we will have more content. At the end of the day, we're going to have, I think, five a week. That's the goal. It may not happen this week, five, but... We're going to have try to get five videos up a week on our end. And, Greg, you're going to be putting up a strange Sean at least once a week, right? Yep. So and we're doing call-in shows every Wednesday. Wednesday, we're, we're doing the call-in shows. One Zoom a month. And I'm just going to say it right now. We will be tomorrow during the main show. We will be live on YouTube. Hell yeah. yeah. Yes, we will. And, and then, then uh, call-in we'll, the call-in show will be at 9, 9 a.m. Central. Yep. Or 7 9, and then uh, the call-in show for Patreon will be on Patreon only and uh, 7.30. Yeah, I'm not so, sure. So yeah, four four thirty Pacific, right? I believe so. Six thirty. Yep. Seven thirty Eastern. We'll, we'll figure we, out. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll put a post out. We, we got we to work out those details. But anyways, guys, go check it out. And pardonmyamerican.com, that's where the merch is. We will be getting some new merch up in the next week or two. I got a couple ideas of brewing. I know Chris always has some ideas brewing, so we'll have some new merch Boy. up there. Uh, maybe something Texas-related. I'm not sure yet because we kind of made huh. the move. You know what I mean? Oh, you- 
Dude, you have to do it. You yeah, have yeah. to do Texas-related stuff. Um, I will say, though, on top of the fact that it is Election Day and people are going out to the polls and they're excited to vote, I hope they're excited to vote, um, and we just talked about how it could take weeks for this to come out even uh, at the latest, Powerball. Oh, yeah. Freaking Powerball announced a delay, and then I guess just before we started, they actually put out the numbers. Yeah, Am I, I don't, wrong? I don't know if that's actually true because the app I have to watch the Powerball hmm. like numbers hasn't updated. It's a world record Powerball. Uh, is, is it updated? Uh, no. $1.9 billion up for stakes here. and uh, Oh, yeah, it has updated. Yeah. So they have the numbers. So, so they just released the numbers. They yeah. just finally released the numbers, and and people were commenting on Twitter saying, "Man, it takes you this long to rig it. Like, let's go." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, they yeah, had they had a hard yeah, time. Actually, somebody, somebody commented, I think, on uh, one of our posts about because uh, we did have this discussion on uh, like an episode about is the lottery corrupt? Is mm. it like really legit? You know, who are these winners that are anonymous? All that shit. Yeah. And someone commented saying, if you look at the Powerball or the lottery around election times, that's when you have these, uh, you know, these uh, instances that we have right now where you're like, there's still not a winner. There's still not a winner. This thing's growing. And you have these large bowls to win yeah. right around election times. So I don't know if there's anything related there, but. Well, personally, I can kind of understand the delay because it'd be really hard to let go of $2 billion. I don't understand the delay. I don't get what you're saying because, uh, like, well, if it was if it was just like if it was my contest and I was just like giving away two billion dollars, I'd be like, oh god. You know what? Here's the deal: Somebody people people buy <laughs> tickets, which goes into the fund, which means That's more, more people are buying yeah. tickets, so it's not your well, money. Maybe they had to come up with the money because they had uh, swindled it. That's true, um, dude. I looked I looked up to see how much the government would make off that. Yeah. And they take like what thirty five, forty percent of that shit. Yeah, they make a lot of well, money. Well, no, I think the amount of money, the cash payout was under a billion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they were listen, so, okay. so they were taking almost a billion dollars uh, right off the top. I mean, to be fair, right? Isn't that part of oh, the whole yeah. lottery? I mean, isn't that what everybody expects that you buy a lottery ticket? The idea is that when it's played for entertainment, yeah, the money goes towards uh, you know. Socialist well, you're bullshit. supposed to, but I also seen a guy post on Twitter yesterday that he had bought $7,500 worth of lottery tickets. Well, that's just dumb. I mean, I, listen, I, <laughs> listen. I, I get that your odds are, are probably yeah. a tad bit better than the rest, but at that point, you're still not looking that great. That is really dumb. It's not <laughs> that is smart. Super dumb. <laughs> uh, hey, somebody's got to win. So, right, if you, if you don't play, you don't win. But I did see a, a tweet yeah. that was talking about, uh, yeah, there's a technical problem with the machine that drops five balls. Uh, the you know just the tubes are corrupt. You know what I mean. So they're they're not balls aren't rolling right. You know what I mean. That's the only thing that's holding it. Yeah. Up. Yeah. yeah they, God forbid you, you just put a lobster down in there to pluck out five balls, and then you have your winner. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, how right? hard is it to to drop five balls? I mean, you could do it in a number exactly. of different ways, and, and I'm sure they have more than one machine. So like, it's not difficult. So it's yeah. just ridiculous. Uh, they can't have more than one. Uh, I think they may have more than one machine. Actually, I, I think mean, I think each machine does a ball. You could borrow one. So from maybe state. maybe like the the track got messed up and a ball got stuck in the chute or something. You know, listen, I used to play with Hot Wheels, like the tracks that you build. It's not hard. <laughs> you know, I, I actually had a hamster when I was younger, and we had those tubes. Oh, yeah. Like you put it together, it's not hard, man. Well, they should just make it more entertaining and then put it in a hamster cage and have oh, the yeah, hamster okay. choose the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's entertaining or not, but oh, I mean, dude, that would be awesome. I'd watch the lottery every <laughs> yeah? time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. It'd be like in a maze, and then you're just like, then you could also bet on that, like mm. how much time yeah. it would take the it to choose. Like then I would understand a, a delay because then you're you're relying on a hamster. So, and then you could even bet on how long it's going to take. You could just yeah. the whole thing would just be a big lottery, you know. So let me ask you, Greg, what would you do with $1.9 billion? Obviously, you wouldn't actually get $1.9, but let's say you got a billion dollars. What would you actually do with that money? I would get on Blue Origins, and I would go pierce the veil, baby. I'd go uh, I'd, I'd go <laughs> up into space, and I'd, I'd fucking poke a hole in that uh, in the firmament. whatever's up there. <laughs> oh, yeah, the firmament. <laughs> The first thing Greg would do was just launch his ass into outer space. (laughs) Yeah, actually, it's not shocking at all. I feel like that would be Uh, on a shit rocket. I want to know if it's real. I I want to know if it's real or not. You'd make another billion dollars if you streamed it. True that, yeah. 
But then they oh, would just yeah. say it was fake. Really? No matter what you do, it's going to be fake, right? Oh, maybe. Because you would go up there and you'd be exactly. like, wow, it's shit's round. And they'd be like, fucking uh, fisheye lens, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't matter. But then again, you would know. And that's all that matters at the end of the day, right? You would understand that it's, it's round. Exactly. Or you'd understand there's a glass dome up there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can see yeah, the, the, you see the god yeah. swimming above you in the in the. Uh, you might oceans. end up dead. Yeah. Because they probably wouldn't let you. There's a chance of that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I, mean, I maybe I wouldn't do that. They charge maybe you. Maybe I just buy. I'll just buy a big ass yacht instead, and then go live in the Caribbean somewhere. Yeah, and record the whole thing and prove flat Earth that way. Mm. There you go. Yeah, I would buy a ticket to Antarctica. I think that would be. I want to see what's around there. That would that would explain everything right there. If they let you, well, if you if, you know if you're a billionaire at that point, I think you probably could get in there. Yeah, maybe if you're a billionaire. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Dan Penas, Dan Penna went there on his honeymoon. He went to Antarctica and he was talking about that's what his whole thing on climate change and global warming. That's yeah. where he basically knew global warming was a big fraud is because of what he saw in Antarctica and what he was explained. Hmm. What would you do, Dave? Oh man, billion dollars. Jeez, dude. Um. I don't even know. I, honestly, that is so much money. I would buy... Uh, first thing I'd do is I'd buy a house, obviously. Oh, yeah. I'd go pick out the house that I want. I'd get a couple hot rods, and I, I'd invest a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe run for president. I don't know. <laughs> Hell yeah! I mean, I figure if Herschel Walker can do it, I can I can run for yeah. Congress. Lottery winner runs for governor, presidency. You know? Ex-podcaster. Yeah. Now president. Uh, that would be... <laughs> no. I, seriously, man. I, I Like... I would live a good life. That's that's all I would do. I wouldn't blow it. I wouldn't want to like you know dwindle to nothing. But I I would just I would be comfortable, man. I'd, I'd take first, care of my family and friends, I, and I'd I'd live comfortably. I, yeah, I I think the first uh, hundred million would be gone instantly. Oh, you know what? Here's the deal. We because we, me personally, if I'm gonna be stupid rich, yeah, everyone around me is also gonna be stupid rich. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Same I can't way. enjoy it by myself. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah it's like, what's the decay rate there? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, like, so as soon as I win, how fast will we spend? As soon as I win, I'm, I'm hiring like a, a financial expert because yeah. I don't know how to take care of that much money. Yeah, no shit. But then the, my first demand is like every one of my close friends is getting like $20 million. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, here's the deal. Uh, we went, we kind of took a trip the other day. We decided to go explore some of northern and like you know northwest Austin area, yeah. and we hit the. Uh, we were kind of by Joe Rogan's place, mm. like we were in that area, and I've never seen houses like that in my entire life. Like that many houses, how big they were, it was un, it was unfucking believable. And I've been to Hollywood, I've seen, I've so seen. Where is this at? And where is that at? Um, I don't know what the actual name is, but there's an area that's um, by the by the river, and it's like the Colorado River, I think, or something. I don't remember what it is, but I'm still new here. So, uh, but anyways, it's yeah, dude. I'm telling you, we just we drove around for like 45 minutes with the kids, and we were just like, holy shit, these houses were freaking insane. Yeah. And Joe Rogan's house, I think, is like 14 million dollars. So what my point is is, a 10 million dollars is going to get you an insane house. And in property, insane. So, like, you still have you spend ten million on a house, you still have four hundred ninety million. No, 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 nine hundred and ninety million. So, at the end of the day, it's like, listen, if I really want a billion bucks, one billion dollars, I would easily give like you guys a hundred million each because I'm like eight hundred million. I'm still set for oh yeah generations. But the problem. Uh you never know. You never know until you get it, bro. No, then no. You, then you're gonna have conversations with the wife. They'll be like, "No, well, are you sure you don't want to put it in the child's uh, future fund?" And we can. Well, no, the child's future fund. Listen, it, think of it in right now statement. If you put a million dollars in your child's future fund, you'd be ex- ecstatic, bro. Oh yeah. So if I put a, a fifty million or a hundred million in each of my kids' funds, like you still have yeah, seven hundred million. <laughs> we're fucking good. <laughs> but the thing is, here's the problem yeah. with it. Here's the problem with it is that. You know, obviously, like, you guys are, are my closest friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chris and Greg, you guys are both my closest friends. But then you got, like, Alex and Tech. Like, you got other oh, yeah. friends. So it's like, you got to figure out where you draw the, like, where does the line stop? Like, is there is there a tier system? It, it becomes problematic. No, I, that's pretty easy yeah. for me, honestly. You just cut, cut it off? Yeah, well, I, I just say, if I wouldn't want... To see you on a daily basis, I'm not giving you money. Yeah, if I don't want to see you on, that's fair. But I, I would love to see text on a daily. I'd love well, exactly. To see oh, that's, that's brutal. That's what I'm no, saying. Like, I, I would love seeing Alex every day. Yeah, I yeah. would love seeing text every day. I'd love. I we did see Greg every day. Yeah, I, I see you every day. I mean, if if I'm not 
if I don't have an active relationship with you, you don't get shit. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. No, I actually agree with you. And here's the deal. Like, you don't have to give out, like, tons of money, right? You could easily say, guys, I'm going to literally pay off everything for you. You know what I'm saying? You have no oh, more yeah. debts. Like, your house is paid for. Your cars are paid for. Uh, here's fucking, here's uh, $500,000 spending money and, and just fucking have at it. People would be mm. it's so excited, dude. They'd be so excited. But obviously, you know, when you're, when you have a business and you're doing pot, like, there was a lot of stuff that I would, I would do. But again, like Greg, you said it perfectly. Once you get the money, your whole world changes. And, oh, and, yeah. I, and, and Chris is right that you should definitely get somebody to help you out. But uh, I'm not going to win a billion dollars. I'm just going to be real. That's just, You never know. You never know. But it's uh, the, the chances are better that I'm going to find a dome above Earth. So, well, the, role- the only way I would ever win the lottery is if somebody gave me a ticket. Because I will never fucking buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, yeah like $2, dude. He's not that risky. It, so it's, it's a just, waste of my two bucks. Yeah. Hmm. He's finicky with that two dollars. I'd rather I'd rather buy a diet coke with that. Well, shit. I'm just saying right now they <laughs> haven't announced that anyone has actually won yeah. the jackpot. Yeah, like the the numbers are out, but the results are still pending. Okay. Well, the winner will be anonymous. I guarantee that. And, well, because, well, I mean, unless they live in one of those states, like they were saying, like sometimes in certain states you have to disclose that. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I don't know, man. I, I think it's it's cool. It's cool that somebody's life will change. I mean, can you imagine just being normal, living, working? You know, so a lot of these people that are winning are probably, you know, just working forty hours, fifty hours a week and struggling. So, I mean, I, I can't imagine the amount of change that would that would bring to your life. But of course, the uh, oh, yeah. the government has to, you know, make it trickier than it needs to be. It's a freaking. It's five numbers. Dude, I might. I might do a strange sauna on the curse of the lottery. I think that's Ooh, yeah, that would be yeah. a great episode. Yeah. Um, let's talk done, about the, done done. let's talk about the curse of, uh, Aaron Carter. Uh, that, that, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> jump right in there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the no, like of, the Carter curse. Now I know, um, there was maybe a little bit of a breakdown that you want to do with strange sauna on it, uh, in, in more of like sure. the, um, the bathtub ritual. Sure. There's some, like, there's some odd stuff that goes with it and I totally see it. I, I can totally see it. I, I tend to fall in the line of like. The guy was, uh, he was very sick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he had a lot he going a druggy, on. Dude. Yeah. And it's a weird one because, um, like I said, uh, yesterday, I, I do follow him. So like when he goes live, like I, I usually tend to see it and I, I watch it for a couple minutes because he is, he's out of it a lot of the time. Um, and he was producing a lot of music, which you can say is good or bad or whatever you want. I don't really care about it, but, um, he just was in a, in a weird spot and you could tell that he was in a weird spot and he was, um, he came out not too long ago and was saying that like, Oh, actually it was a little while back before he had face tattoos, but he was saying that like on, on Twitter and his live streams, people were saying that it looked like he had AIDS and that he should die. Uh, I saw a comment talking about, um, there was a gal who said like, you know, you're going to die. And he was like really offended by that. And I kind of was saying that yesterday that like, I watched his videos and I was sitting there saying like, this guy's going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, you could just tell in the position he was in life that like, he wasn't long for this world if he doesn't make a really drastic change. Well, he kind of had that, um, Isaac Cappy kind of feel that paranoia set in and like, kind of like the, you coming at me, bro. Like I saw he had a Instagram live where he was showing off his gun. Yeah. Like talking shit to a guy. There was a one Instagram live where there was four guys. He was one of the four guys on this Instagram live. Every single one of them had a shitload of face tattoos and they were all just like kind of, they seemed out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get the cappy situation. I, I, for me, he just was spiraling. And then he was also when that comes, you know, when you're kind of out of control, like everything is offensive. Like you take, offense to everything and you know as well as i do chris as well that like when it comes to social media man like there's always assholes man and there's always people saying just outrageous shit uh because they can and that's fine but when you're in a state where you're not comfortable with yourself um those comments become major triggers and you could tell that he was being triggered i mean he even like shaved his head on you know he was Mm. pulling the britney spears man where he shaved his head and then the face tattoos were and I was telling Chris, like, he actually, he just announced not that long ago that he was going on, like, a 100-date tour, uh, and he went on one last year, 
And uh, he had these like smaller amphitheaters, like what you'd see at like the zoo, for example. You know, like one of those like you know maybe a thousand people amphitheaters, like small. Okay. Uh, He went on this tour, and like people were filming it, and there was like twenty people in the crowd, man. And he was up there like to his to his benefit. He was up there putting on the best performance he could possibly do. Uh, I mean, he had he had the DJ and the show, and he was having fun, and he was interacting with the people. So I'm not trying to criticize him. By any means, because he was doing, I mean, he was up there having fun and performing, and maybe that's what it was, is he he knew that it wasn't where it should be, and that was kind of leading to yeah. his depression as well. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah. And I, I also think that people were kind of looking at his last tweet to Kanye West. Yeah. Where he basically reached out to Kanye West saying, like, hey, man, let's talk. Because this was in response to... Harley, I don't know his last name, but the personal trainer from Canada. You have where that clip Kanye up there on West, Kanye West was po- reposting some of these text messages that he received from Harley, basically implying that Harley or Harley worked with people to throw Kanye into the loony bin and get him all drugged up. Yeah, it was Harley Pasternak. Pasternak. There you go. Yeah, and, and that was the thing. I actually, I had this a couple days ago, and I don't know if because obviously we we don't live right by you, but I'm not sure when you got this. But I saw this, and I saved it because it was a video on TikTok, and I was like, I told Chris, I was like, I have this thing, but I'm not, I haven't verified it yet. And then sure enough, you get on uh, Yee's Twitter, yeah, and and there it is, and. and yeah, I mean the stuff that he he posted about this guy was pretty um, interesting. Um, you want you want to read we'll it real. Yeah, that text message is insane, dude. Yeah, so this is what Yee said here. Um, uh, November 3rd, so this was uh, five days ago. He said, what should be obvious by now is that I was raised to stand for my truth regardless of consequences. So I will say this again. I was mentally misdiagnosed and nearly drugged out of my mind to make me a manageable, well-behaved celebrity. He then go, yeah. uh, goes ahead and posts a, a uh, text that he had got from Harley Pasternak. And it says, I'm going to help you. And this is uh, Harley saying this to him. I'm going to help you one of a couple ways. First, you and I sit down and have a loving and open conversation, but you don't use cuss words. And everything that is discussed is based in fact and not some crazy stuff that dumb friend of yours told you or you saw in a tweet. Second option, I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Playdate with the kids just won't be the same. That's uh, it, dude. What I the have fuck? you institutionalized again? So it's like was he the one who institutionalized him in the first place? Maybe. Dude, listen. Right? Yeah, and here's the deal. We're 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 you know, we're taking Kanye's word here that this is not, you know, this is in context and this is all part of it. But I will tell you that that if that's a real text message from harley that is really not good yeah Uh, you know know what's even more disturbing and disgusting is if you guys if you look at if you scroll up and look at the other tweet where he has the text message and he circled some stuff yeah it's basically that exact same text message that you just read dave yeah but it's a continuation and look what it says down at the bottom yeah right here after after he wrote that yeah I'll, i'll read it here it says um and even with all of that said, I still have lots of love in my heart for you, and my doors are always open. So you see what he's doing, like emotionally, like yep. telling him, "Hey, I'm gonna fuck your life up, and you'll never get to like really talk with your kids the same, and you're just gonna be drugged out the rest of your life, zombie land style." But all that being said, I love you, bro. I'm always yeah. here for you, and it's like disgusting. Yeah, and the other tweet that he put, unfortunately, he put like uh, gray circles, so it's hard to read the entire tweet. But the other tweet from Harley I posted said, "Your origins might be Jewish," and then you can't read it really. And then it says, um, "Just as you was, and her mother, and her mother." It's about how you act, how you think, and how you treat others. I will do anything, anything, if you could please apologize to my people. And he said, uh, uh, "Yay!" Apparently, said it's my people too. And he said, "Okay, I love that." Yeah, it, it's bizarre. It's really, really, really bizarre. Um, and, and you know, Kanye is a, well, is a interesting person, dude. Like, it is, it is. Where where is reality and not reality? Because like, I feel like he's he's being honest, but at the same time, like he is a he is he can get out there in in weird spots, dude. 
dude, he can get way out there in weird spots. Yeah. But that's what Aaron Carter was responding to as far as um, being institutionalized and not having your children, right? Because that same thing happened to Aaron Carter. And so Aaron Carter reached out and goes, yo, Kanye, let's talk man-to-man, right? Yeah, you know. Because he kind of went through the same thing that Kanye went through, it sounds like. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Um, I, I, here's the deal. As far as the yo, Kanye, let's talk man-to-man, so, like that's, I don't know, man. It like, is weird that that was the last thing he said. Yeah. On, at least on Twitter, anyway. But, I mean, let's be real. Aaron Carter was really dying for people to like give him attention. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. wanted to be in the oh, news. Yeah. He wanted to be relevant again. Kanye is very, very relevant, obviously. And so it's not shocking. Listen, I, I get it. The, I get what people are going to say, like coincidences, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, he was, he was looking for some kind of like build up again. You know what I mean? And the weird thing is man to man. It feels like they had a beef before. I mean, that sounds like something they'd have like a beef before or something. Uh, no, I think that's just something you say when you're when you're trying to be cool. Like, I want to meet you in person. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, I have man, never man. once in my life said, "Chris, we need to chat man to man." I feel like if you did, I feel like if either one of you did say that to me. That's a serious conversation. That's a real serious, like you just fuck my wife kind of stuff, dude. Like that's not normal. Yeah, like, yeah. I gotta talk to you man to man. Yeah, no. Like I'm gonna bring a weapon with me. Yeah, I mean he hasn't because Kanye said anything about. I don't even think Kanye's really talked about this with Aaron Carter, right? No, no. It's, well, so not that I, we know of. Aaron Carter just reached out, trying, to, like you said, Dave, trying to kind of build it up. You know, his repertoire again. Hey, I'm talking with Kanye, but yeah, really, Aaron Carter. I don't know how close he was with Kanye. To I doubt. Be with you. I doubt he was close at all. To be honest with you, um, but who knows, man? Listen, Aaron Carter was like a, a popular guy at one point in his life, and I will say that uh, there, the money situation that he had to put up with with his parents was pretty outrageous. And I don't know if you know much about that money, uh, what happened there, but he had like. 20 million or some odd number. I, I don't have the stats mm. with me, but when he was a kid, he, he grossed some like 20 million and per California law, the parents are supposed to put that money into a fund, uh, at least part of the uh, money into yeah. a fund. And he ended up only getting like 2 million. His parents spent the rest of the money. And so he had to file for bankruptcy. His parents seem like utter pieces of shit. And that's just kind of, I think that was a big part of the end. Also, listen, his brother was, and still is to some extent, like rather famous, you know, the Backstreet Boys were oh, yeah. a huge group. Well, um, well, dude, Aaron Carter, I mean, put out accusations that he was molested by family members. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's uh, it goes deeper than just money problems. Like, this was emotional abuse, uh, physical, sexual abuse, and all that. Yeah, but is too, it, in so. the, it, would you not agree that this is, like, every child star's uh, life? I mean, this is literally, like, I'd say 90% yeah. of them deal with this shit. Like, there's there's... Uh, there's yeah, there's misconduct. Uh, there's money management issues. There's depression. There's you know like there's so many things that go wrong with being a child actor, uh, and it's it's just not shocking. I feel like most of them you just expect them to have major issues and die. Dude, I was just thinking about this. Where the hell is uh, Haley Joel Osment? Remember that guy in, from the Sixth Sense? That kid. Oh yeah, he still does. What is he he still does movies now. Yeah. I've seen him in a couple ones that were like a year or two. Ago. He looks a lot different though. <laughs> he he uh he bloomed up. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, he, 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 <laughs> he looks like he got stung by, or like stung by a pufferfish or something. Mm. And then he his body reacted identically to what the fish did. So whatever happened to Fetterman's neck happened to Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> yeah, but his whole body and his, especially his face. Oh shit! It's almost up, like dude. you know that filter that was on TikTok a while back where like your face, your your head size stays the same, but then your face gets really small. That's the way his, oh, yeah. he looks in real life. Oh, it's kind of like when I was watching uh, Stranger Things and the, the dude that played Rudy, <laughs> yeah. the boyfriend, and he's all like, he's plump now, dude. <laughs> he looks like me. It's kind of yeah. weird, dude. He's, dude. he's round. So what is, what is with that guy? And that is all he will be known for. Like the dude from Rudy? Yeah. Well, the uh, it, it, most recently he's in Stranger Things. Yeah. But still, like when he came on Stranger Things, I said, that's the guy from Rudy. Oh, yeah. Like it's, well, it's, he was also in Lord of the Rings. Too. Doesn't count, yeah. Rudy, bro. You know well, what I mean? Rudy was. I mean, that was a pretty great movie, though. Rudy's a cult classic. Yeah, it was a good movie, dude. I think it was just because it was like a, it was a big movie, and we actually watched that in school. You, you remember that, Greg? You remember that? We yeah, watched. We got to sit down and watch that in like a fourth for period what? type of thing, dude. They were just trying to. They were, you know, it was a it's a democratic state, and they wanted you to feel good about yourself. Like everybody gets a trophy. You know what I mean? 
just work hard, you get a trophy. I don't think that's how the movie went. Well, I don't think it is either. But yeah, regardless, I think it was like he overcame his small uh, stature and he <laughs> became one of the best Notre Dame something running back. Was it a running back? He wasn't the best running. No, he just he like he scored. No, yeah, he scored. Yeah, he scored a touchdown, dude. I mean, he <laughs> he fought to get on the team and then he ended up, uh, you know, getting playing time. Never, and never give up. It's a never give up story, is what it is ultimately. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, we had we watched a few movies in school that were. Yeah, I mean, we watched Roots. Roots dude, that for took sure. Like three days to watch that thing. Yeah, and it was that was interesting. Uh, I don't think they'd ever watch that now. Maybe they do though. Still, I, I haven't. Uh, the watched. one movie I remember watching was Shawshank Redemption. Oh wow, that's that class that in high school a for you. Movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, uh, and we watch uh, Schindler's List too. Did you? Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. We had to get permission oh, slips man. to watch it. What was that? Uh, that uh, concentration camp movie? We did watch that, where it was like the father and his son, and he was trying to tell his son that, like, this was like he was trying to make it a game for his son because his son was scared, and he was like, "Oh, uh, like the boy who wore stripes or something, or something wore stripes." No, not that. No, 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 no. No, it was like, oh. no, it was, it Stripe was. We did watch that in school, and I can't think of the name. It yeah. is a really great movie. I think it was black and white, but. Yeah, they, they got they got kid or put into the concentration camps and the kid didn't know what was going on. His father was making it a game. Mm. And he was like, Oh, these soldiers are just, you know, such and such and he was like making fun of them and stuff and he was trying to keep his son like calm, calm yeah. during the situation. Yeah. And it was like a really sad movie. I can't think of the name, but regardless. Uh I remember watching that too. And I'm I'm curious like what my kids are gonna have to watch. Like what's gonna be I know, right? relevant nowadays, like that they actually want I doubt they were gonna watch Roots anymore, so uh, dude, I think Roots is exactly what they want kids watching. Like, look how horrible these white men are. Yeah. Uh, true. Sorry, true. But they actually, uh, in that movie, I felt like they, yeah, I felt like they kind of, like, gave them power. I don't feel like they want to do that. You know what I mean? They want to make them feel, like, helpless. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's about slavery, and the white man took over the, uh, black population with slaves, Dave, okay? Yeah, but didn't they have, uh, like, a... I can't remember because it's been a long time. Wasn't there a little bit of an up... That's right there. Life is beautiful. Yeah, that was the movie. Life is oh, beautiful. Life is beautiful. Yep. Yeah, that's mm. yeah, a pretty, pretty messed up movie. Uh, anyways, yeah, good times. All right, guys, we're going to interrupt real quick so we can talk about Aura. All right. Aura. It's our uh, new sponsor. Hell yeah. We really, really like it. Uh, the way we use the internet has changed dramatically over the last decade, but security tools have mostly stayed the same. Aura provides complete digital security to help protect your online accounts, finances, and devices, and more. All in one easy app. Yeah, most credit card companies do a good job at protecting you against fraudulent purchases, but what if a scammer files for unemployment in your name? Or if a social media accounts are hacked? Yeah. Aura's protection goes well beyond your credit card. Uh, Aura is easy to set up. All plans come with a million dollars in identity theft insurance to help recover your stolen funds and experienced U.S.-based customer support that's got your back. They give you one person to deal with. Yes. And it, and it, it literally is one of my favorite things about the company that when you have something happen, which it likely is going to at some point yeah. in your life, you get one person that's going to hook you up with all the right people. Dude, I said it. Yeah. I know a guy, right? He, he called around. He got his identity stolen. His Best Buy account. They opened up two Visa accounts yep. on his card, right? Or on his two cards, right? And how many people do you have to deal with? Five or six. Too many. He had to keep on calling, and it took him all day, into the next day. He even called the FBI, bro. Oh, man. <sighs> well, with Aura, for a limited time, they are going to be offering our listeners 40% off plans when you visit Aura.com slash pardon. Go to Aura.com slash pardon to get complete protection and savings up to 40 that's A-U-R-A dot com slash pardon. It's very affordable, guys. We looked it up. That's Aura, A-U-R-A dot com slash pardon. Do it to it. Now let's get back to the program. Um. So what's your predictions, Greg, for the elections tonight? Like, who do you, what state are you thinking is going to flip that may be the most surprising? Um, Flip as, as far as like. Democrat stronghold. Uh, Republic. That, yeah. Um, I think Washington won't be that surprising because I think it's really just replacing Jamie Herrera Butler with Joe Kent. I think that that's like going to be a, a no, you know, no question. That's a gimme. Yeah. Um, most likely. I, dude, I did find it odd that the national guard was called up in 14 States. Did you hear that? I did. Hear I about did that. hear about that. Washington is one of them. 
Really? And mm. so I'm wondering, I'm like, is shit going to go down up here in the Northwest? Well, uh, do you, do you, are you saying that that's something to do with like the race or, cause I, I feel like with, well, they, they said that they were, they said that they were dispatched to quote, monitor the election. Hmm. Okay. I'm, so I'm, I'm more is, curious. Are there going to be riots or something? Yeah. Like, so that's, yeah. I, I, I bet they would, they're going to expect, uh, depending on which way it goes. Yeah. If there's actually like a full, like uh, the Republicans take the house and the Senate and that whole thing just switches. I definitely, if all places, Portland and Seattle are going to freaking blow everything up. Well, I mean, it's not really, um, if Seattle is like Pierce County, Lewis County, is that on the table? Is, I thought it was just like the Cowlitz County area, you know, that well, the Oregon Joe Kent was running for. So Oregon, the governor race, is a big one. Yeah. Oh yeah, Smiley. Yeah, and they were on the verge of. uh, They were like dead even last I heard. Uh, I actually think it may be even more leaning red now. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that won't be good. Downtown Portland's going to be. I remember what you're talking about. And obviously, if that was, I mean, that Oregon would be. So this is just out from uh, U.S. News: Oregon's governor race a nail biter with third candidate still. So um, there's that, that third gal and I'm trying to see if they actually, I can't remember her name, but yeah, there's uh the main Republican has a little bit of a lead. And then that third candidate, uh, she is like, I mean, she has like 6% or something even or hit that middle one. I just did that one. That one doesn't. So Tina Totec or Totec. Yeah. So there's, there's Christine Drazen. And then uh, Tina Kotek. And Tina Kotek, if you just look at her, you can kind of tell that she probably lives in downtown Portland. Oh, guaranteed. Uh, Eat your tots, Tina. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, hit that one more time. We hit that one more time that you just had up there. Eat your dinner. Hit all candidates right there. Uh, The other one was Betsy Johnson. Uh, She's the she was the third candidate. Um, That's what weird. We went to school, I believe, with a Betsy. We did go to school with a Betsy Johnson. She was not her though. No, she was one of the better looking girls in our school at the time. I thought. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, bubble butt. Bubble bubble. No, I'm just kidding. So, I know that Oregon is is really and this the, what Chris has up right now literally is just kind of the precursor to the actual yeah. This election. is they're going to have live updates here for them, but they haven't started yet. So, um, I'm trying to see because I just saw a poll. I just saw the poll on it. Um, let's see here. Here's the governor poll right here. So Oregon's they, governor, yeah, they down to the wire. Well, they just, so literally in one day, uh, the Republican plateaued and the Democrat went up a lot. Uh, they have it at 44.9% for Kotek, the Democrat, 41.9% for Drazen. What poll are you looking at? This is the 538, and it's, trust me, it's not the one I want, but uh, it just said that November 8th, uh, she has a three-point lead, uh, Kotech does in Oregon. And I think Oregon is an interesting one. The other poll that I saw actually had um, Drazen up by two points. But regardless of three points or two points, there's that 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 kind of margin of like uh, error, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. if they're that close, it really, really is up in the air. And I will say this, for Oregon... That is impressive. Oh, yeah. Because Oregon should be uh, a really strong Democratic hold. And uh, it appears that well, it... Dude, it's the, yeah, Port, Portland is the capital of Antifa. Well, and here's the deal. Oregon, and I, I've said this before, Washington's... The difference between Washington and Oregon is Washington... Seattle is much bigger than Portland. Uh, Spokane mm-hmm. is closer to the size of Portland than Seattle is. Yeah. And so you got Spokane, you got Portland, you got Tacoma, you got Olympia, you got all these all these places in Washington where there's obviously very blue. But then there's the, you know, where we were at and the east side where it's very very red. Oregon pretty desolate and then you got Portland which is clearly blue and then you got Eugene which is very very blue and even Bend at this point is is pretty blue. So for Oregon to me it seems weird that they're actually as close. But then again, Portland is really bad. And I think people are kind of just fed up with the idea of going downtown and finding shit and stuff all over the streets, just like San Francisco. Well, yeah, and you have to wonder, I mean, I don't want to say Joe Rogan's going to turn Oregon red, but, like, what what are the odds that everybody in Oregon and everybody just around the United States listened to Joe Rogan, and he's the one who actually was out there saying, if you want to fix the problems, vote Republican. 
Yeah, I mean, to the you point that I mean? we saw Katy Perry vote for a Republican mayor. Yeah. Well, uh, Elon mm-hmm. Musk came out and made that tweet, too, yesterday. Yeah. It's yep. the, the, the shitty part to me is that we're not probably going to know anything significant tonight. I'm sure some of the races that are like the obvious give me is that you kind of expect are going to be released. But the idea that they're actually saying this is going to take days and if not a week is outrageous. It's completely outrageous. I mean, in today's age, we have equipment, we have technology that can make this happen within a matter of an hour or so. Yeah. That. I mean, yeah. minutes. You could probably have the world vote on something and have results within an hour. You know, uh, I mean, yeah, I, in the United States. Yeah, I, I feel like there, there's timing things where they they don't want to release stuff because obviously, if let's just say hypothetically everything was released by like 7 p.m. Western time, mm. 8 p.m. That gives like rioters the opportunity to go out and do shit. You know what I'm saying? In the evening, I feel like mm. they they try to like time shit too. Not only do they try to you know mess around but they're they're also timing it well yeah like the the oregon one closes at 11 p.m eastern so nine yeah um actually so about right before we started there was a uh couple tweets it was starting to trend uh if you can go to the tweets from maricopa county oh yeah this is interesting and i, I greg you're not going to be able to hear this and i'll have to explain it to you You can hear we, it oh can you hear it yep. you can hear it you can hear it no oh, i'm not on oh, yeah. okay so we're going to play this uh and then i will explain what's going on here Can you repeat that? I can promise can you. you re- can you start from the beginning yeah. and repeat that? So what happens is we have two tabulators. One of the tabulators is not working. Okay. The other tabulator is taking about seventy-five percent successful. Whoa! Twenty-five percent of them are being misread, and it could be a printer issue, um, or it could be the tabulator itself. So when it's misread, pause it real quick. So, Greg, I'm going to kind of fill you in as I go because I want to. Hey, I, I can hear it, bro. You don't need to explain Oh, that, right? good, good. Okay. 20, let's... 25% error rate. Uh, yeah, yeah, and one of them's not and even working. And one of them doesn't work at all. So, keep going real quick. I just want to hear if he has anything else here. It's called box three, and it gets read, whether it goes downtown and gets read manually or whether it gets reset in into our tab. You don't want to adjudicate. They get read. No. Okay? So no one's trying to <laughs> deceive anybody. Of course not. Not on election day. That would never happen, right? No. <laughs> that would never happen. <laughs> so, so choices are, you know, you guys. Question. Sure. If I get up there and that happens to my ballot, can I take my ballot with me and go somewhere else? Okay, pause it. So but they were saying that they're they're already having some problems with the machines. This is uh, I'm just listen YouTube. This is not some speculation. The machines are not working for them for whatever reason. I'm not saying there's funny business, but they have two machines. One is not working. One is only reading at a 75 percent success rate, which means 25 percent are not being read properly. And then this lady asked, "Well, if I get up to a machine and I put my ballot in there and it does not work, can I take my ballot somewhere else that actually does work?" And he said, "No, you cannot take your ballot to another location." Hmm. Why wouldn't you be able to? Very suspicious. I mean, why does this have to? Ha- like, here's the deal. I, I I completely understand about trying to control you know, like people's concerns, but why does this have to happen in Maricopa County? Yeah. Right. A place that already is this hotbed for shit. Uh, it's why does this have to freaking happen every time? Well, my question, I'm sure they do, but how come like none of this was looked at or figured out? Like make sure there's absolutely no fucking problems at all before you even start. Yeah, like, it's like going on a road trip they, and not checking the oil. Exactly. It's but, like not checking your tire like pressure. Like, why wouldn't you start fire them up the day before or the two days before and run a, a few thousand fucking shit through it? Well, it's, but then uh, have it's people like have they, people there, obviously. The chaos. You know, What's that? You know, they're inviting the chaos. They want things to kind of get in dismay. Well, because I, I, yeah, they know what's coming, and that's the red wave, and they want things to be delayed. To cause confusion, right? Well, I don't know if this this guy that's talking has anything to do with anything. I, yeah, I'm, I'm I don't sure know who this person is. I'm sure that he, he looks important. He's maybe got a lanyard on. But here's the deal: like this is not like I understand that there's there's some questions about some lower level situations. But I, listen, I, if you were this guy, I, I, listen, I've worked retail and I know when shit's going wrong. Yeah. 
and I've had shit go wrong, and you get that feeling of like, holy shit, like this is not, this just not, doesn't. Oh look yeah, good. can you imagine the the adrenaline that's going through him right now, having to walk out there and tell everyone that? Uh, it's it, like if say there's nothing going on, and there may not be, there yeah. just could be some fuck ups with the machines, but knowing the atmosphere mm-hmm. and now this guy has to walk out amongst all these people and say well these aren't working yeah it's well not- and dude the posture the way like i'm just watching the video and he's doing that he's holding his hands in front of him like his front of his body like yeah. putting them together real soft he's doing the thing that like a worker at mcdonald's would have to <laughs> yeah. do to come out to tell you that hey <laughs> sir i'm sorry but we no longer serve the big mac with double cheese yeah. you'll have to just order it with, with regular cheese mm. uh is there anything else that we can get for you um yeah you know what i mean no it's it's a it's a definitely a posture of like uncomfortability and there's no answer for him people are just leaving it's, it, I hate this. I hate that yeah. like this I hate that these things can come up and you you're not really allowed to like discuss them in full detail. Well, and it showed the video where the lady like started walking off. I don't know if she was in line to cast her ballot or if coming from a she store. was a, another worker yeah, or something. But that is the dumbest move you could do. Cuz if you can't take your if your ballot if your ballot goes in and and it doesn't get read or the machine doesn't work or something happens and you're not allowed to take the ballot somewhere else. I can see maybe people in waiting in line may leave and go somewhere else now that they know that. But yeah, I, I mean, just why would you not just shut down these places? Yeah. If like if your thing is not working and you know it's not working and it's early in the in the vote, this looks this is very early. Oh yeah, I mean this is very it's early. It's just getting daylight there. Um, if, if you recognize that you're having problems and for the sake of like having a fair election, just can't you close it down? Can't you just like listen this this location is not working we want to have a fair election like this is the next location everybody should go there it's early you got plenty of time like and to chris's point why with everything that's happened in 2016 the democrats were saying that trump stole it and then 2020 they were stealing everybody's complaining about it why are the machines not been the past two years been thoroughly gone through made sure that they were 100 percent legit and safe and to give everybody a peace of mind when they put their vote in yeah, and not to mention the ones that are currently in a lawsuit or like uh, the Koenig machines. It's just like, what are we doing here? Why are we trusting these machines when we know that they're they have this high error rate? You know? Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, mail in ballots are not the answer. I I don't know what the answer is, man. There is this like we've come to a point where in person we have technology that we can produce blood for people. <laughs> we can produce human blood in a petri dish and give it to you. We can we can grow human ears on mouses, yeah. but we cannot figure out a tablet. Like why? Yeah. Like, well, and are these Dominion voting machines in yeah. Arizona? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. God. So it's just uh, it's it's a it's a weird one. It's a weird one, but yeah, they are. I just saw. I'm looking at an article post millennial. Union uh, voting machines in Arizona malfunctioning as election day kicks off. That's what uh, that guy was talking about. He was talking yeah. about those Dominion voting. Um, machines. I think honestly, think it just needs. We need to go back to old school, dude. I think uh, election days need to become federal, uh, countrywide holidays. Everyone gets the day off. Everyone has to show up in person and vote. Yeah, that's not that's not how it worked before. That's how it was before a long time ago, dude. Everyone showed up in person. And, and, yeah, but before they're showing the, up in person. They're I know, but they they have their their thing and they're running it through a machine. I'm saying show up in person. You walk into a booth and fill it out right there. Well, if you watched, um, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, if you watched Gangs in New York, that didn't work very well either. Like, there's there. Listen, no matter what you do, there's going to be issues. No matter what, like intimidation and shit. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, the one thing I would disagree with you, Chris, on is that everybody should vote. Like, you have the right to vote. The, you have the duty to vote, right? Yeah. But at the same time, there's so many people that have no fucking clue what they're even doing. Yeah, and, it, and it, like I I I wish there was a way that people would educate themselves. And, and I'm not saying that that means that you need to vote for one side or another. That's up to you, and that's up to your personal beliefs, and, I, and I'm all about that. But a lot of people don't understand how politics works. They don't understand finances. They don't understand debt. They don't understand anything. 
And then they go in there and they cast a vote because, you know, so-and-so said to do so. Let's say Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan says that I should vote. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, don't listen to Joe Rogan. You should know that on your own. Yeah. You know, Taylor Swift wants so-and-so to be governor. Like, who cares what Taylor Swift thinks? Yeah. I mean, to close it out on this video, I'm looking at a response from Charlie Kirk. And he says, the poll worker says that they have two machines. One is down and the other is spitting out 25% of ballots. And their ballots will be taken somewhere else to get recorded. So the problem when when they spit out these uh, quote-unquote error ballots, they have to take them to like a private room to retabulate them. And they can do anything they fucking want with them. And it, But Charlie Kirk says, if this happens to you, don't get out of line. Like, because that woman jumped out of line. She just left. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't leave. Just sit there and like give them your ballot or make it go through this machine. And if there's an error rate, you know, that's, that's what sucks is they they have to recount it, but the way that they recount it is just like there's no uh, monitoring. That's uh, yeah. Why why don't why don't they retabulate shit and while people are watching? Exactly, retabulate it there. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's going to be an interesting evening. It's going to be an interesting couple days, and uh, and obviously we. Like you said, it's it's one of those situations where you don't want to say too much because it's so early in this whole thing. Um, there's speculation of brewing. Uh, all signs seem to point to a, a Republican Wait. running the House, and and I mean running the House, saying taking it all. Um, but we'll find out what really goes on. And I think the, the turnout's going to be interesting. Um, but I, I think Biden has kind of done a disservice over the past couple of years and really hasn't got people backing him the way that I think they wanted to and Kamala Harris, same thing. So it is up for grabs. Everything's up for grabs. Um, This is one of those uh, 50-50s, in my opinion, honestly. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. So hopefully everything's fair. Hopefully everything is legit and we can actually have an election that people are support, but I don't think that's going to be the case no matter what happens. Yeah. Dude, I just saw this too. Uh, British financier Sir Evelyn de Rothschild dies at age 91. So Ooh. the head Rothschild just died. Just croaked. On huh? voting day mm. with a blood moon. Shit's getting crazy, people! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> what time we got? We, we, we got time? about five minutes, five, six minutes. All right, man. Uh, let's jump in one of these real quick ones that we have. Uh, let's not do that. If you, What's the second one there? Oh, yeah. Let's do this real quick because I feel like this is just... The VR game? Yeah, dude. I want to do this because, uh, Greg, you sent this over and it's it's crazy, dude. Yeah. So the title of this New York Post article is, If You Die in This VR Game, It Will Kill You in Real Life. Wow. <laughs> so the experience of gaming yeah. is gone to another level. Jesus. Yeah. So this <sighs> is called Neva Gear or N-E-V-E Gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Virtual reality headset, and it opens the new game called Sword Art Online, which is based off the Japanese anime and the novel of the same name. The players must fight their way through a 100-floor dungeon to escape a mad scientist virtual world. The device is connected to three explosive charge modules above the screen that are aimed at the player's forehead. Oh, my God. The player dime in the game... The microwave emitter would go off, obliterating the human's head. But it says, luckily, uh, this was just kind of a uh, protege for now. This doesn't really, it's not real. You know what I mean? It looks real. Yeah, but man, it's just like, you were saying something off of like Saw, dude. You know what I'm saying? It's like this headset. (laughs) If you go up though, real quick, if you scroll up to the very top, like the first, yeah, right here. So Palmer Lucky. That's the guy's name. He's a leader in virtual reality and the co-founder of Oculus, which I own. And Oculus. the founder. Uh, yeah. Not uh, the co-founder. Oh, the founder of Oculus. Better known now as a part of Facebook's meta, created a VR headset that actually will kill the user. Woo. That, listen, here's the deal. I will, <laughs> I will never play this. Uh, I'm just going to say that. But I will no. say this. The reason that I hate like Call of Duty is because just the mass amount of hysteria that's going on. Like, this is not real. Like, there's no strategy. Like, I know there is strategy because there's people on Twitch that yeah. do this for a living. There is strategy. I get that. But I'm saying at the end of the day, you got this tiny course that just uh, there's 20 something people, whatever the amount is, and they're just gung ho, just running around shooting each other. And you don't really think about it. But if you were actually in a situation where, let's say, like, it, it, there was no coming back from the game, like, I'm not saying this headset, I'm not saying you should get your head blown off or any of that. <laughs> 
I'm saying, what if you like, what if you bought a game, and basically you got your membership, like you had to sign up for the game, hmm. and if you died, you lost your membership to the game, like you could never play it again. It actually kicks you ah. off permanently. Ooh. That would actually, in my opinion, so that's why I like Battlefield, right? Battlefield to yeah. me was was better, and I know people are going to just rake me for that. But it was it's a very popular game, so you can't say it's not good. Battlefield was a little bit larger to me and a little bit more strategic feeling and a little bit less chaotic and a little more to me it was a little more war feeling. I've never been to war, so I can't say I, I know what it is. But I liked it more. And I'm just saying, would you take less chances knowing that if you actually If you fuck up, there's no coming back from yeah, it. Yeah. If you get shot, like if you don't survive the shot, you know, from a medic or something mm-hmm. helping you, you actually the game is gone. You just spent sixty bucks. That's you gone. get one chance. I think that's brilliant. That's a genius idea. That's a brilliant game because it would make you take it more seriously. And, our, and we have a friend, Tex. We've just talked about him earlier today, and he's one of our dearest friends. He is a avid poker player. Avid poker player. Yeah. He loves Texas poker. Hold him Texas Hold'em. Yeah. And he's always said, I'm like, just play a game. And he's like, well, let's get some money. And I said, well, you just have a friendly game. And he's like, there's no fucking point then. No fucking point. You got, you got, and that's his thing. He's just like, well, fuck it, dude. Like, yeah, why don't we just all have a great old time? Let's just drink beer and just play a fucking goofy game. Because his thing was, is yeah. you're, you're going to make stupid decisions there's no when there's, the game, there's no skin know? in the game. Yeah. So if you want to make games real and you want to make people play legitimate and play smart, I feel like make it. And this is overkill. Like, just. Yeah, know, just to ultimately no end someone's life. No, man. Like, this is shit that, like, Aaron Carter would play. I don't want to do with that. <laughs> This is I want to oh, no. I want to do something that like I want to do something where like you actually have to think about what you're doing and knowing that there's a consequence that consequence is that you won't be able to play that game again. Yeah, and the cool thing about it would be too, but no one unless you can go a long time without dying, no one can get really good at it. So yeah. you're all on the same fucking skill level. Yeah, it's just uh, it's like um, I just yeah I just watched a movie on Netflix that war movie and it was actually really really good the war for, uh, the Western Front or whatever Quiet on the Western Front uh, but yeah that idea of like getting put into it and you're all happy to go to war and people are like yeah let's go get them blah 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 and then when you get into the trenches you have a reality check of like mm-hmm. holy shit I don't know what I'm doing and that would be part of the fun of the game would be everybody's is <laughs> at the same level and no one's like just savagely shooting people so they're not getting better at aiming. They're, like, taking their time more. Yeah, everyone's sneaking and trying to be more stealthy. Yeah, it would be I think fucking, that would be fun, fucking dude. sick. Yeah, I think it would be a lot of fun. That would be a streaming, a game that's streaming that you could just watch. Mm-hmm. Just because you know that once that person dies, they can't ever play again. Yeah, because you could build, like, allies and, and people yeah. next to you and, like, groups and, like, oh, man. I, I, I hey, Dave, listen. Get it going, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, we need to get a hold of let's, let's my brother-in-law and get yeah, this. I don't know any made. of the gaming companies, but Blizzard, I think you're one of them. Like, hit me <laughs> up, bro. I got some ideas. Uh, but listen, I, I'm all about having stuff become more real and be more involved. I think virtual reality is fun because you are involved. But I, I, there needs to be some stake. This is just overkill. Like, don't buy this. Don't Not even create this. This is bananas. This is listen basically. To this. Listen to this. The creator said that he wants to keep playing around with the technology used in killer headsets, mentioning the idea of an anti-tampering one that wouldn't be able to be removed or destroyed. So this is literally a Saw movie. Oh hey, no, hey, let's just, let's just do the whole Ready Player One model, right? And wow. we, we can give this headset and they can prisoners on death row can have a last chance at freedom. They go into this mm-hmm. game and they battle each other, and then the last man standing gets to be free. It's scary though, because when you're talking about this guy working with Meta, Facebook, and shit, like the idea behind it, take away the gaming thing, like the idea that they could put something on your head that literally prevents you from going certain places. It's it's alarming. It's a, it's, it's an alarming, dude. Let's just keep it fun, man. Let's just make it to where you can't play the game anymore. Let's just like, <laughs> like, why do we need yeah, to go please. overboard? But no, anyways, man, that's a, it's a fun article. Uh, crazy, scary. And uh, I guess people are wanting to take more risks nowadays. Uh, so if you want to take more risk and uh, maybe not have a good future, vote Democrat. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, voting Democrat is synonymous with putting on that killer headset that Absolutely. will microwave, microwave your brain. Absolutely. Well, uh, Greg, enjoy talking with you, man. Chris, yeah, great good show, show guys. Uh, guys, go check out partmanamerican.com and also get on Patreon. Go check out the new stuff. Uh, we got videos up right now that are brand new. Strange Shauna, 10 minute clips, all kinds of fun stuff. Hell yes. Greg, do it, baby. Have a good rest of the day. Chris, good show, dude. cheers to you. Cheers, Greg. You guys take care of yourselves. All right, cheersies. We'll talk to you all later. Sign off.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.